1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with
2: your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neal, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop!
0: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Matt and I will be your ho-ho host. Uh, today we're going to have a very special game uh, being on Christmas Day. Uh, today we have Ken, Jeff, and Neil. How you guys doing? Hey, pretty good. Just enjoying the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'd like to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday wherever you are. Uh, you guys all enjoying your gifts so far?
3: Yeah, real happy to spend time with family and, and friends and then obviously uh, record the show with you guys on Christmas Day, so thanks for dragging me over here when I had the day off. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
4: again, Neil, I'm sorry for dragging uh, my bloody feet uh, into your studio. I had to walk
3: over some broken glass to get here, so... That's okay. Well, I have a machine gun now, so...
0: Yippee-ki-yay, right? So that's what we're doing? That's Die that's Hard. Right. Just yeah. I know. It's die Hard. Christmas movie, not a Christmas movie. Go. Christmas, Christmas, movie. Christmas movie. Everyone yeah. agrees it's a Christmas movie.
1: Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs.
0: All right, so today we are going to have a one-on-one-on-one game. Uh, three for all, as we've often called it. Uh, the rules are going to be as the same as every other game. It's 20 questions in a variety of topics, but not really because they're all Christmasly related. Uh, they're worth 10 points apiece and split into two rounds. At halftime, we'll have a special swing round designed by me where you guys can gain some extra points. At the end of regulation, the players will enter the final round with the points they have accumulated and will have the chance to wager 0 to 30 points and 5 categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the Christmas cream of the crop. But the cream will rise
1: to the top, oh yeah.
4: How about uh, the cream of Santa's workshop? Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> what do you guys think about that? You could also be that. Yeah, we uh, that'd be pretty good. We could do down the chimney drop. <laughs> and this is where Jeff can't rhyme. <laughs> so, okay, let's go. so we're just going to move into question one. This is where were... Jeff was going to make a really bad joke. No, no, no. You guys ready? Ready for question one? Yep. Let's yeah, go. Let's do it. All right. The 2005 movie Santa's Slay stars this wrestler who in the opening scene makes short work of actors making cameos including Chris Kattan, Fran Drescher, and James Kahn. Ah, Jim Caan. Jim Caan. I'm in. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen it. Oh. Uh, you don't know who's next? <laughs> that doesn't help you at all. That's why I get that clue. <laughs> <laughs> Old Jim Caan doing this movie. Have you guys seen it? It's amazing. Yeah. I've, I've seen
4: the opening at least. And that's yeah. all
0: you have to see. The rest of the movie kind of drags. Um,
4: I'm in. All right. I do uh, love me a good holiday themed uh, horror, horror movie like Killing* too. Uh, it's a good one. Mm-hmm.
0: Black Christmas. Yep. Silent Night. All good stuff. Ginger Dead Man. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, what did you say for this one? I went Goldberg. All right. Uh, Ken? Ooh, Jeff's correct. It's Goldberg. Neil? It is Bill Goldberg. It is Bill Goldberg. Uh, classic movie. Uh, he comes down the chimney and kind of lays wrecked an entire Christmas dinner. Jackhammers all around. <laughs> yeah, no spears, though. You would expect a couple. All right, moving on to question two. Today you can't think of Christmas without thinking of polar bears enjoying a Coke while their habitat is destroyed by global warming. Oh. No. Maybe they don't want you to think of that. Uh, within one year, when do these bears first make their television debut? Hmm.
4: Uh, this has got to come down to a guess for me, so I'm uh,
0: ballparking a year. These are fantastic commercials, which they still do.
3: One year came to me. I It's probably not right, but uh, I don't know. I'm just going to put it down.
0: I'm in. All right. Why don't we start with Ken? I'm going to go 1992. And Neil? I also put 1992. Jeff?
2: Ooh, I went a little earlier. I went 1984.
0: Uh, the answer is in 1993 so 1992 to 94 is correct
3: i don't know why that came to me so it must Uh, have been on a good job neil yeah Yeah, so
0: they first appeared in french ads in 1922 and then they were in print until the 90s but the first commercial was actually in 1993 um i think i just remember it being you know when i was like seven or something so
4: yeah and i can kind of remember the quality of the cgi in those in those commercials those are real polar
0: bears though (laughs) they were sag yeah at the time that was pretty amazing stuff though yeah, PETA was not on set for those though So they gave him a lot of sugar <laughs> Alright, question three Bah humbug In 1907, this state became the last to recognize Christmas as a legal holiday Oh man Not sure if they moved it there from Seattle
4: Not sure if they moved it there from Seattle It's
0: a Hopefully, reference that none of you will get
2: No, I get it, that's the problem Okay uh,
0: Jeff doesn't want any clues because he knows no. the answer <laughs>
2: that, is, that is correct This is my chance to get back to even So don't don't, <laughs> don't spoil it Fair enough
3: what do you mean by they moved it? Don't. Moved it there from Seattle? Don't I so can't. Ne- Neil, elaborate. I'll I'll, uh, I'll share with you my thinking
4: on this. Since it's the season of giving, mm-hmm. I think he's making a sports reference.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, since, okay, so so
4: it's probably a sports team that moved from Seattle
3: to another. Oh, it'd be Louisiana, right? Then they go to the weren't they the Pelicans or whatever? Or, no, no, no. They were Supersonics. So Supersonics turned into. Um, We can figure this out just to double team Jeff. (laughs) This is not not how this game works. I'm so pissed. I will allow it. The the Supersonics. Yeah, where did they go to? I thought
2: this was the season where I'm supposed to be happy.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Supersonics either became OKC,
0: the Thunder. Let's go with that. So Oklahoma. (laughs) Let's go with that. Uh, There's collusion amongst all of us. Okay. All right. All right, uh, so Jeff, what's the answer? Yeah,
2: Bahumbug indeed. Uh, Alabama was the first, and Oklahoma was the last.
0: All right, and you both win with Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma all around. Points good, for everybody. Good teamwork.
3: Yeah, I'll give one. I'll give one to you, Jeff. Later, don't worry. Oh, much, no, no. Much good. to the dismay of Jeff,
0: he got uh, coal in his stocking on that question. <laughs>
2: with how tightly uh, pursed my face is, it'll be a diamond by the end of the episode.
0: All right, question four. In the holiday classic Jingle All the Way, triviality favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger is on a quest to find a Turbo Man action doll. What is the name of Turbo Man's very unpopular sidekick? I'm in. I knew Neil would be in right away.
4: <laughs> I love this movie. Mm. This is not, uh, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it.
3: Let's call back to an old episode hey, that, that look, I hosted Dasha, danza Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid,
0: Donna, Blitzen. <laughs> There's some great performances in this movie from Phil Hartman. Oh, Phil Hartman's so good in this movie. The Big Show, Vern Troyer. I got
3: my turbo, man, last week, and it's nestled under my tree. Or whatever he says. I'm
0: eating your wife's cookies. <laughs> it's really creepy now that you watch
3: it, because he goes to um, to Rita Wilson, uh, Schwarzenegger's wife, and he's like, why don't you go inside and take a shower and clean up? <laughs> it's like, it's really random. You're in Ken? Yeah. No. Yeah I, I can help you out a little bit, Jeff No, that's okay you no. Sure, I'll just give you a I re- hint I refuse <laughs> On principle? Yeah, on principle It'll be a science hint, too
2: No, that's okay Okay That's fine
4: <laughs> Why'd you take so long? You have no idea <laughs> I don't know I
2: just thought maybe something would come to me i just
4: have to like... put in a pure guess And you yeah. took two minutes on it Yeah
0: I'd, I would have given you a hint, man I'm good All right, Jeff uh, What'd you say? I, I said Turbo Boy Oh Ken? As a reference
4: to
3: The Simpsons and not the band, I went with Fallout Boy. Okay. Uh, so, uh,
0: as Arnold Schwarzenegger says, it's my trusty sidekick Booster. <laughs> you oh, know what? Yeah. No one likes you, Booster. Uh, yeah, it's Booster. He's some kind of pink saber-toothed cat thing that who who smokes, you know, a ton of cigarettes before going on the parade. <laughs> now I remember that. But... Yeah. Points for Neil on that one. All right, question five. Stalin is a traditional German treat eaten around this holiday. What might we call it here in America?
4: Nah, I've got a guess. Yeah, I got
0: one too. Stalin as in the uh, ruler? Yes. Okay. It's not.
4: Except
3: it's
2: German. Right. Oh, and not Russian. It
0: might be pronounced stolen. I don't know if that helps you at all. It's S-T-O-L-L-E-N. Hmm. Merry Christmas,
4: you filthy animal.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay i'm just gonna go
3: with
4: an answer
0: all right uh neil deliberated the longest on this one what'd you say i said stolen was fruitcake okay ken
4: yeah i'm gonna give a shout out to my buddy ryan who provided us with a uh, a nice treat uh from chris kindle Mart while mm-hmm. uh we were hanging out last night and go with fruitcake
2: hmm.
0: jeff i guess gingerbread it is fruitcake nobody likes getting a fruitcake i don't
4: know if i've ever ever actually eaten fruit i just heard my whole life
3: yeah my whole life i just hear how bad it is i don't think i've ever had one
0: question six in the holiday classic 12 days of christmas what did my true love send me on the eighth day i'm in
4: i'm just gonna need a second to
0: (laughs) sing the song in your head or sing it for everyone i'm in Took me a minute. I feel like eight's one of the harder ones to get.
2: You know what's funny that you should say that? Eight is the hardest one. I yeah. had the, I got every other one before I got to eight.
0: <laughs> I was going through it in my head when I was writing the question. I'm like,
2: no, I could well, I could get most of these. Five down is a piece of cake. Right. Well,
0: most people don't like to sing the song <clears throat> past five because now you're at three minutes already. <laughs> yeah, I, I devised a a way
3: to remember what each number is. I'm sure yeah. it's insane. Well that's not it's actually not as hard as crazy as all the other ones are but I don't want to give it away right now but
2: there's actually a, another very interesting uh, trivia note that I know about this song. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if there's any other questions Matt has about this song but I would share that afterwards if there are not. Yeah, I, we there can are share. Not. Okay.
0: We can share our our background right, I'm in. All right, uh Jeff, what'd you say? I believe it's 8 maids of milking. Ken? Yeah, that's what I got too. And Neil. 8 maids of milking? It is 8 maids of milking. Uh, it goes 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers piping, 10 lords a leaping, 9 ladies dancing, the milk maids a milking, 7 swans a swimming, 6 geese a laying, 5 golden rings, and et cetera, et cetera. Everyone knows the other ones. Yeah, so
3: I just I remember it by uh, after 7, it's all people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. a lot of birds. Yeah, all birds and then in the ring, and then people from 8 through 12. So
2: how many gifts would you have to give, Neil, if you gave all of these all 12 days? Sounds like a math mm.
3: question. I, if I get a second here, I can get it probably.
0: Merry Christmas, you filthy <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's
2: go. Uh,
0: it's, it's 364. Wonderful. Wow. All right. Question seven. In a sports question, this enigmatic former Broncos quarterback should have the most holiday cheer this season being from Santa Claus, Indiana. But knowing him, he probably doesn't. I'm in Broncos. So former easy. Broncos quarterback.
4: Yeah, I'll be giving
2: myself points for this
4: already. Okay, I've got a guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ken. I believe uh, John Elway played for the Broncos at one point, so I'm going with that. He did, correct. Jeff? And I believe he currently plays for
2: Miami. and <laughs> I a, don't
0: care. <laughs>
2: and he very much does not care about you. That would be Jay Cutler. And Neil? Jay Cutler.
0: Yeah, it's Jay Cutler. Uh, uh, whoops. Former Bear quarterback would be too obvious, so I thought I'd throw a little curveball at you guys. Yeah, Santa Claus, Jim Indiana. Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Perfect. Trevor yeah. Simeon?
3: He never played for the Bears. No, I know. Just naming random Broncos quarterbacks that aren't going to do anything. Tim
0: Tebow. Gotcha. Brock Osweiler. All right. <laughs> Question eight. All right. In the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas, there are seven doors that lead to other holiday-themed worlds. Name five of them.
4: Does that include?
0: There are seven doors total, and that includes whichever one you're thinking of. Okay. The doors lead to what? Other, other
4: holiday-themed Oh, like, Have you
3: not seen the movie? I have. I, I'm not like a. I don't watch it every year, uh, so you're not
0: a 15 uh, year old I goth girl. Have not yeah. seen the movie. Really? Nope. Oh, this is gonna be tough for you.
1: <laughs> well, we could just guess. I'm holidays. just guessing holidays. <laughs> oh, perfect.
4: <laughs> that that's Rex really weird. It's really weird that they have a Flag Day
2: dimension <laughs> in that
0: movie. Yeah, that'd be really like. What day is Flag Day, Ken? I don't know. Yeah, nobody knows. It's
2: June 14th.
0: Great, well, Jeff knows. Great. <laughs> Thus disproving the nobody knows theory. <laughs> because he got a calendar for Christmas. It's been a sad Christmas for Jeff. It it, it splits the difference between two family birthdays. So mm. I'm in. Ken is in. He's been to a Hot Topic recently. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I see all the young kids wearing like Nirvana shirts, which I don't really care about, but like other bands that, you know, that they have no idea who they are, but they just think they're cool. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go. I have to go up to him and be like, "Do you know who this band is?" They say no, and then I said, "Well, well, you're an idiot." And then I spill stuff on their That's shirt. That's really rude of you. Well, I just—it's just my part. Got to do what you got to do. I say Merry Christmas. You filthy animal. Saying <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, you guys close to answers? Two, three, four. Yeah. Let me. I just, I just need one more. Hold on. Um, Guy Fox Day.
2: Oh, I wish. They <laughs> metal as hell.
3: All right, I'm in.
2: Jeff. Uh, I put um, Halloween, Easter, Hanukkah, New Year's, and Thanksgiving.
0: Okay.
4: Ken? I went with uh, Christmas, Halloween, Easter, St. Patrick's Day, and Valentine's Day.
0: Okay.
3: And Neil? Those all make sense. Uh, I went with Halloween, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, and Boxing Day.
0: All right. Well, the seven are going to be Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Independence Day, Halloween... Christmas and Thanksgiving. So that is points for Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Christmas as Sweet. a potential. Since I know you so did said I. Christmas already. The entire move. That's like the main door they go into. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, good try there. Uh, Independence Day would probably be a fun world to that's, be in. That's kind of a weird one. Yeah. To it's to very America centric. Yeah. That's why I was yeah. shying away from
4: that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have guessed that.
0: Question nine. In 1985, this animatronic toy was on every kid's wish list, being the best-selling toy of both 1985 and 1986. I'm in. I'm writing a project about this, kind of. (laughs) Somehow I wrote an entire Neil game. 1985 animatronic? No, he missed
2: Mm -hmm. one so far. Just that one. I've got an educated
3: guess. The best kind. Ken does not. There's one question I'm going to hope I'm hoping you're going to a- ask today. Um just because it I think it would be a good trivia question, but it's sports related. So we'll see, we'll see if it if it comes later. I
2: figured there's got to be. There's some there's always sporting events. Okay, so,
0: I'm in. All right. Um Jeff, what did you say?
2: I said cabbage patch Doll. Okay,
0: Ken? I said Robo Dog as if that's a thing. <laughs> I would hope so, Neil. Teddy Ruxpin. The answer is Teddy oh, Ruxpin. Yeah. Um, there's some really great YouTube videos of Teddy Ruxpin with the batteries dying, where he sounds like he's speaking satanically. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. I had something similar. I had a um, animatronic Merry
0: Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had an animatronic uh, Mickey Mouse that you put like a tape in the back and it talked. Yeah, like a story. It's animal. all a very
0: yeah. similar thing. Be my. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question ten. You Montgomery <laughs> question ten. Mary Krampus. Oh, this is very difficult. Montgomery Ward is responsible for the creation of this Christmas character.
3: Oh, man. I used to love going to Montgomery Ward.
0: Chicago-based
3: Montgomery Ward. Yep. I, there used to be one. Um, I can't remember where, but I used to go there with my mom and my grandma all the time. For some reason, all I'm seeing, too, is that we always went to the pickup aisle instead of actually looking in the store. We ordered stuff and picked it up. Ah. Uh, creation
4: of this Christmas character? Yes. Yep. They just flat out made it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm eyeing neil
0: right now and just writing my answer jeff being very secretive with his answer Let's yeah well just folded up his paper and mailed it to the north pole
3: uh, this, this i'm gonna write an answer down but i feel like it's too too big for a small um company to create but all right i'm in all right uh neil why don't we start with you then I was trying to think of Chicago-centric characters that maybe they created, but I couldn't think of any off the top of my head. And then uh, I went through Frosty. I'm, I'm putting down Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but I feel like that's too big of a character for just a small department store to,
0: to come up with. Mm-hmm. But that's my answer. All right, Ken. I think it's Rudolph, too. And Jeff.
2: I'm the only one with certainty on this, which makes <laughs> me very sad. It is Rudolph the Red-Nosed yeah. Reindeer. He they was
4: were a... trying to sell some red light bulbs. <laughs> no,
2: um, they were actually very concerned at the start because red nose has connotations with alcoholism. So, uh,
0: W. C. Fields. Yeah, so they had been uh, buying and giving away coloring books for Christmas every year, and they decided it'd be cheaper to just make up their own character instead of licensing other characters. And that's where Rudolph comes from. Good idea. That's actually re- Merry
3: I... Christmas, you filthy animal! <laughs> I never would have thought that before. That's pretty.
0: That's pretty cool. Good trivia fact. All right, heading into the swing round, it is Neil with 90, Ken with 70, and Jeff with 50. Uh, He's got a little work to do picking up points here. Uh, Looks like someone didn't leave out cookies
3: and milk for Santa, Jeff.
0: All right, my swing round is going to be the top 10 grossing Christmas movies of all time. Mm. So basically name the top 10 grossing Christmas movies of all time adjusted for inflation as of December 2016. Um, you get ten guesses. Five points for every correct answer. Is this movies that came out on
2: Christmas or Christmas themed
0: movies? Christmas themed movies. Perfect. I
3: don't have to do them in order, right?
0: You do not have to do them in right. order. So I
3: think I know them all. I just don't know if I know oh, them in order. <laughs> I love Christmas movies, so this is right in my wheelhouse. I, I'm obsessed with watching them. I just I have a, a nine right now, and I think it's correct, but I'm missing one. Okay, I'm
4: a, I'm uh, I'm done with a. The
1: So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right,
0: um, so I'll just have you guys run through your list. Uh, Neil, what do you have? So um,
3: one of the ways to remember this list is uh, there's always two franchises, if I remember, that are on there. So both Home Alone's are on there. Home Alone is, is the top grossing Christmas movie of all time still. Um, so Home Alone 1 and 2. Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Robert Zemeckis' A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey and also The Polar Express. Um, Will Ferrell's Elf. Um, this one is very surprising. I think it's in the top five. Is Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. And the last one, number 10, I couldn't remember, so I just put Christmas with the cranks.
0: Okay, Ken?
4: I, too, went Home Alone 1 and 2. Uh, Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I went with Die Hard, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, and Muppet's Christmas Carol. And -hmm. It's a Wonderful Life.
2: Hearing these lists, I'm really disappointed. I forgot about Home Alone as a Christmas movie. We've been making jokes this whole time and I didn't even think about it. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So I said uh, A Christmas Carol, A Christmas Story, The Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, Bad Santa, Miracle on 34th. Uh, Polar Express, Jack Frost, The Holiday,
0: and Jokingly Die Hard. All right. Um, so starting with number 10 is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before uh, Christmas. That was the one I crap. Uh, 125 million. Uh, number nine, Four Christmases, 135 million. Eight, Disney's A Christmas Carol, 155. Number seven, The Santa Claus 2, with 186. Number six, Elf, 227. Number five, The Polar Express, uh, with 235 uh, the santa claus at number four with 236 uh, number three home alone two lost in new york 299 number two how the grinch stole christmas with 364 the jim carrey version obviously and number one home alone with 520 million adjusted for inflation so santa claus three didn't make it santa correct C- yeah. hmm. the uh martin who's it martin short martin short Ugh, terrible movie
3: I thought that one was on there. Are
0: you um, giving us uh, five points a piece? Five this? points a piece. Uh, so Neil, would you have eight?
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I got uh, four of those.
0: Okay. I also got four of those. All right. So 20, 20 for you guys. Forty for Neil.
3: I, I can't believe I forgot the Grinch too, and I love Jim Carrey. That's the other one.
2: The one that's really upsetting me, aside from the home alone ones, which I should have gotten. <laughs> Elf. I am so upset yeah. that I forgot about Elf. Elf is like
0: the it's new It's really funny. It's the new Christmas classic that's probably. Uh, I don't played. watch
4: a lot of Christmas movies.
0: Alright, so after the swing round we have Neil with one thirty, Ken with ninety, and Jeff with seventy. Looks like uh Neil's been studying up on his Christmas. Or he just cares about it more than the rest of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I just love Christmas movies. <laughs> Our own buddy the Elf. All right, moving on to round two. Round two, question one. This song has appeared on the hot country charts in 1984, 1997, and 1999, despite the vehicle in the song not being a pickup truck. Any ideas floating around your guys' head? I'm in. Okay.
4: I just hate Christmas music. (laughs) You you and me both. And you said country?
0: Yep. On the hot country charts.
2: I've got a stupid guess. I like it.
0: Jeff, in with the stupid. Yeah, I got Felix. I
4: got something down, but I just uh I don't know if that's. I'm trying to think if there's another one. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll go with it.
0: Okay, Neil, you locked in. I'm locked in, yeah.
4: Okay, uh
0: Jeff, why don't we start with you?
2: I said, uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Ken, that's what I had.
0: And Neil I had the same. It is Grandma got run over <laughs> by a reindeer. Uh, song was originally released in 1979, and then was picked up by Epic Records in 1984. And like, we got to redo this. Why? We got to re-release this. Oh, this song, <laughs> yeah. All right. Question two: One origin story of this treat, which has proven to be mostly untrue, is that it was invented to remind children that Christmas was about Jesus and not gift giving.
4: I am in. Oh. Uh... Is this where I make up a little
0: ground, maybe? Seems to be.
3: I think I. I think I got it.
0: I, I think we're good. All right, Jeffy, in. I am. All right. Uh, Why don't we start with Neil on this one? Uh, So at first I couldn't think of anything out for some reason. I was thinking like gingerbread
3: men because they're men and their arms are kind of like in a cross position. But then I was thinking of uh, sort of Christian uh, iconography and uh, I was thinking of like shepherds and they they have... I don't even know what they're called, but the, the big cane. And crook. Was, yeah, crook. crook. So I was crook. thinking of Candy Cane because that was like a shepherd. So. Okay. Yeah, Ken? there's.
4: A, I remember reading a huge contrived story about this, and uh, I went with Candy Cane as well. Can't remember the details of the said, said story, though. Yeah.
1: And
0: Jeff? Yeah, I should have remembered Candy Cane, but I said shortbread. Yeah, the answer is Candy Cane. Uh, the the story that it goes is that he picked something that looked like a shepherd's cane, and it was white because it was pure, and then the red stripes are for the blood from him being crucified. So it's a nice wholesome story. It's something that you want to hang on your tree. I
4: thought the red stripe was from a Jamaican beer.
0: (laughs) And then he kept calling to her
3: over the ham radio. Beer con con.
4: hooray beer. Uh really quick Neil, I gotta
0: ask you to stop yanking on my beard. It is real (laughs) (laughs) Question three. (laughs) Uh question three. In folklore This being is a horned, anthropomorphic figure described as half-goat, half-demon who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved and triviality hosts who get multiple questions wrong. Which will be me this episode. I'm in. Neil can't be
3: stopped. Poor Jeff, too, because there was a reference made much earlier in the podcast. Maybe maybe if... (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, all I want... Christmas is, is my two front teeth. does <laughs> <laughs> it help with this question at all. That song is so annoying by the way. I listened to the whole thing while driving and I wanted to punch someone.
2: Uh, that's fine. I'll put in a joke answer.
0: If only there was an element called christmas Oh,
2: I'd be all over that. You'd be on it. You guys all in then?
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff, what did you say? Uh,
2: I said Belschnickel. Okay.
0: Uh, Jeff? Oh, no, I asked Jeff. Neil. That would be Krampus. Ken? The answer is Krampus. Yep. That's right. Krampus is correct. There was a Krampus episode of The Office where... Mm. No, is that? Belshnickel. That is Belshnickel, huh? Correct. Uh, we're going to take those references out. There's a Krampus The
4: League, I think.
0: Yes. That sounds right.
4: And uh, the movie Krampus <laughs>
3: starring Adam Scott.
0: Which is from last year, right? Yeah, it's from years recent. Years yeah, yeah.
3: I, I saw a great animatronic Krampus that had like a little kid that was holding by its ankle and like <laughs> swinging it around. It was great.
0: Question four. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, this Christmas staple is the best-selling single of all time. I'm in. Best-selling Christmas single or just best-selling single? Uh, best-selling single of all time, not just Christmas. Oh.
3: Okay, I'm in. Well, I'll just keep my answer. Ooh. I'm in.
4: I'm changing my answer. To my... I'm sure this is a bad, this is a bad move, but I'm going for it.
0: All right, uh, let's hear Ken's bad move. What did you say?
4: I switched it from "All I Want for Christmas Is You" to "White Christmas."
0: Okay, mm. Jeff. I went Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." And Neil,
3: I think Ken is right. I think "White Christmas" is right. I went "All I Want for Christmas Is You." It is
0: "White Christmas" by Bing Crosby. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so there's some de- and. It, it, It could be best-selling single based on charts might be Mariah Carey just because they didn't start tracking individual single records until the 90s, kind of in that era. Um, And there's some debate on if it's uh, Candle in the Wind or White Christmas. Um, But Guinness went through the whole process and certified that it was White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Okay.
3: Um, Little uh, movie trivia for you guys. Um, Do you know the first movie that White Christmas was sung in? Uh, White Christmas? It was
0: actually Holiday Inn, oh, by which, Bing,
3: which Bing Crosby is also in. It was 1952, and White Christmas was 1954.
0: Question five. The Winter Classic has become an annual New Year's tradition over the past decade, but the first one was held in 2008. Name either of the teams involved.
3: I don't know about this. I'm just putting an answer down because I think I saw it. Oh, I did see it. I did watch it. That's the first time I watched Roadhouse with my friends. It was a very big day for you. It was, it was on New Year's Day.
0: That is correct. It's always on New Year's Day. Which that's, is my birthday. That's when they have it. Oh, so that's
3: right. If
0: you guys want to send birthday messages, it's New Year's Day. Just so everyone knows. Just message me on Facebook. Okay, I'm in. Jeff, you're in? Yep. All right. Uh, why don't we start with Neil?
3: I don't know if this is correct. I believe in 2008, I was in a um, condo downtown uh, for a sleepover kind of party. Uh, no sleeping bags. Um, but I believe it was the Blackhawks was one of them. Okay. Ken?
4: Okay, so, uh, yeah, I think Neil's right. I It might be Red Wings and Blackhawks, but I went with um, Blackhawks.
2: Okay, Jeff? So, I, I was trying to remember. I was pretty sure that it was one of the original six teams um, and, and an original six matchup, so that that narrowed it down a bit.
0: I couldn't remember for sure if it was the Blackhawks, so I guessed the Red Wings. Okay, so you guys are definitely thinking of the 2009 Blackhawks versus Red Wings game. Uh, the original was in it was 2008. Rangers. It was in Buffalo. Uh, mm. It was the Sabres and the Penguins. Wow. Oh. Hmm. Not an original. So it was, it was 2009 that I watched yeah, that And game. actually, the Blackhawks hold the distinction of losing the most at winter Classic. Yeah, they're not good at they those sub games. And we have, they have one coming up next year in uh, uh, Notre Dame Stadium. Mm-hmm. Was that first one
3: that they played in 2009, was that Wrigley Field? Yeah. I think, yes. Okay. Or Soldier
2: Field? I think
4: so.
3: No, the Wrigley Field what one was it, later.
2: Yeah, so was, was it Soldier Field then, mm-hmm. 2009?
5: Hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, people well, like
2: we're all thinking the wrong year.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm all screwed up on this. I don't even know what year it is right now. I think figured... 2017.
0: <laughs> Just well, so you know. Almost 2018, we'll get there. Question six. Frosty the Snowman is one of the most beloved movies of its era. Uh, not as beloved, its sequels. How many sequels were produced? And with a guess. <laughs> I don't expect any of you to know this answer to be fair. They don't air very much. There's no... Uh...
4: Okay, I mean, how much could possibly happen to Frosty? You'd be surprised. His adventures are basically <laughs> trying not to melt. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah, just try not to die.
0: You run a popsicle stand. What? A,
4: what a
3: great metaphor for
4: life. For
2: every soul, there is a season.
4: Yeah, we all literally. we all have
3: a, a nice old silk hat brings us to life, and then we just try not to melt. But eventually, we will. Yeah.
2: And children ruin everything. Cue Kansas dust in the wind. I close my-
0: You guys locked in? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Neil, what'd you say? I just put six. Okay. Ken? I went with lucky number three. Jeff? I went with lucky number four. The answer is three. Mm. Uh, Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Uh, that's the first one. Or that's the second one. And he gets married. Um, and then Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. And then Legend of Frosty. Which I guess would be a reboot. I don't know exactly. No, one how of that them works. had John Christmas Goodman, in July. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They want they just they're, it's a marketing ploy. Did want to have John Goodman? I have no him? idea. I, feel I feel like, like whole I movie d- takes place in a walk-in freezer. Yeah, I did not look into this uh, too much. I
3: feel like he was in one, maybe not. Sorry. Continue.
0: Question seven: When Charlie gets his secret decoder ring in a Christmas story, what is the message that he discovers?
4: This is one of my great shames is that I've never seen this movie all the way through. Yeah. Somehow, they run it for 24 hours straight on Christmas Eve. I haven't
2: seen it either.
0: How have you not seen this?
4: I've never just sat down and watched it. No. I don't know. Patience. He
3: gets the decoder ring. Yeah, see, I know um, I've only seen this a few times when I was a kid. I didn't like it, and I didn't like it when I was a teen, so I'm going <laughs> to revisit it uh, and see, but I only remember certain facts about it, like the department store was Higbee's, that he wanted a Red Rider. But I have no idea what was on
4: the I decoder I know a ring. lot of the trivia about it, but not this not this one.
0: Not this particular one. The leg lamp. Fragile. Yeah. So it's what his ring said? It's what the secret message was. Basically, he listens to Little Orphan Annie's radio show, and they have a secret message that you have to have a decoder ring to figure I've, out.
4: I've got an idea about what it is, like what, what sort of thing it is, but I'll never come close enough, so I'm in. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. I'm not going to get it
0: right either. Looks like no one's getting this one right. Jeff, do you have any idea? I just put Red Ryder BB gun. Okay. Gotta have a Red Ryder BB gun like I did when I was a kid. Ken, what'd you say?
4: I think it ends up being some kind of like disappointing advertisement or something like that, like buy Coke or something like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I went
3: with Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. (laughs) (laughs) And Neil? Yeah, Ken's on the right track. I just put
0: Warbucks. It is, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Oh, yeah, that's, yes. so I've heard that. You have to send in uh, box tops for Ovaltine to get the decoder ring, and then the message is, be sure to drink that's your right, Ovaltine. That's right, because he's super all, he's yeah.
3: pissed about it. Now, is Ovaltine a malt? It's a mix. I'm it's just, a, I'm it's a chocolate, chocolate powder mix. mix
2: that you can mix into milk and stuff. I'm
3: just curious if it's malt flavor, because I hate malt flavored stuff. I like regular chocolate.
0: So you will not be drinking your Ovaltine. Yeah. You don't like Whoppers, then?
3: No, I love Whoppers, but I don't like malt in any sort of liquid form. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just um, I'm just giving you guys some facts here. <laughs> you owned a red rider BB gun? I still own a red rider. Oh, is that why you wear is that why
0: you wear a patch, I'll <laughs> say? <laughs> uh Question eight. In Norse mythology, the blind god Hodor was tricked into murdering Baldur with an arrow made of mistletoe, being the only plant to which Baldur was vulnerable. By which Norse god was this?
4: Was the trick?
0: Yes. Who played the trick?
4: I'm in. I recently played the game Hellblade, which Mm -hmm. uh, focuses heavily on Norse mythology, and this was in it.
0: Oh. Hmm. Surprising.
4: I just put a guess in. Man, this second round is pretty hard. But you can get it without playing Hellblade or knowing Norse mythology too deeply, I think. Mm. Yeah. Are we good?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: All right. Uh, Jeff, what did you say? I went with the classic trickster Loki. Neil? I went with Tom Hiddleston, or or Loki.
1: (laughs) It's Loki, It
0: is Loki, yes. I figured it'd be one of the only Norse gods that you would probably know anyway. So it was gettable. You'd be surprised (laughs) between Thor Thor. and Hellblade. In the Netherlands, the main day of Yuletide celebration is St. Nicholas Day. In the days leading up to the 5th or 6th of December, starting when St. Nicholas has arrived by steamboat around mid-November, young children put their shoes in front of the chimneys and sing Sinterklaas songs. What do they generally put in their shoes?
3: Sinterklaas.
0: Offensive. It's offensive. the Dutch boy again. He's back.
3: <laughs> Come here, Claus. Give me gifts, please. I've been a very good boy.
4: Okay, the Dutch boy is back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a long time, Dutch boy. How you been?
3: I've been a good boy eating fruitcake <laughs> and putting my... Claw... Get, over, get over here, Dutch boy. <laughs> uh, please buy my paint. This episode is getting away from me. Uh, All right, I'm in. What, what goes in the shoes? What goes in the shoes? I celebrate St. Nick's, you know, since I was a kid with my family, but I don't, we never put shoes out, but I know when I was in grammar school, we had to do it. Everyone got a pair of clogs or whatever they are, but I cannot remember what we put in them, which now I think about it when you're a kid, all the things the teachers have you do when you think back. and like, man, that was kind of weird. <laughs> it's like, here everyone, here's a pair of clogs. We're going to put stuff in it. And you're going to get a gift.
0: That is how it works. Yeah. If only you could remember, but it was so long ago. You don't have any other Dutch traditions in this
2: question right up, do you? I do not. Okay.
4: I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Uh, Ken, what did you say? So uh, this is a tradition not observed uh, by my family, Uh, but I remember other kids uh, would come in on St. Nick's Day and talk about uh, oranges in their stocking. So I went with orange.
0: Okay. Hmm. Jeff?
2: Uh, You said this is what they leave in their shoes for Santa Claus? Not what they get, right? Right. Um, so I figured maybe this was a borrowed-over tradition, and I said uh, cookies, like from the classic milk and cookies.
4: Okay,
3: Neil, in the shoe though. Yeah, leave in the shoe. Yeah, orange rang a bell because yeah, we my family still puts the socks up, and then we get like a little gift, or whatever. And
0: there isn't orange there, but I couldn't remember, so I just put candy. Okay, so Jeff's actually on the right track. Um, it's not a gift for Saint Nicholas; it's for oh, his to horse, the reindeer, and oh, you carrot. put in a carrot or hay, and mm. it... uh, the old carrot. You throw some carrots in your shoes and you get some candy. Question 10. Originating in London in 1843, Sir John Calcott is generally known as being responsible for creating this holiday tradition.
4: It's crazy to think about um, which parts of uh, the Christmas celebration are modern and which Mm -hmm. parts are extremely old coming from the pagan winter solstice and stuff like that.
3: I'm in with the wrong answer.
4: Well, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know, you know, the details of what a pagan religion, but. Yeah.
0: And we're just waiting on Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, back in
3: 1843, if people wanted a, a moment with cold cut, they had to take a number and wait in line. Sliced meats. <laughs> Sliced meats. <laughs> that's That, what, that, that, that was that's, his invention. That's
4: cold cut, not yeah. cold
0: cut. Yeah, Sir John Cold cut. <laughs> cold cut it out. <laughs> Get out of here, Dave Collier. All right, we're all in. Yeah, a lot of nonsense. Uh, Jeff, what did you
2: say? So I know that there was a like a big um, fight. I think this was in like the the 20th century though between two rival bell companies. So I said maybe he started bell ringing. Okay,
0: uh, Ken.
3: Uh, the Christmas tree. And Neil. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just put uh, something I said earlier. I put Boxing Day.
0: All right. Well, he actually illustrated the first Christmas cards, oh. were, which were commissioned by Sir Henry Cole. So that they actually sense. go they go back that far
2: um christmas trees are a much older pagan tradition ken
4: just like we were talking about
0: yeah Yeah.
2: um they used to um as a form of sympathetic magic bring evergreen boughs into their homes as a way to preserve the life force of the trees till the next season
4: i want to i want to do a throwback uh (laughs) holiday season next year and do all i don't believe they i don't believe burn
3: something too all the better. There's um, a lot of sacrificing. I, I don't out. believe they. you're Bring it on, guys. Trees.
2: Trees is a more modern adaptation. They like to, to yeah. like to bring in branches and stuff. Um, but the thing that I find the most fascinating is the that people used to put live candles on Christmas
0: trees, which seems dangerous. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it out. Uh, just keep the fire department on call. All right, so heading into the final round, uh, Ken making up some ground there. We have Neil still in the lead with 170, Ken at 150, and Jeff almost at triple digits with 90. Uh, Pretty good scores all around. Um, So we're going to move into the final round. I will read the five categories, and then our contestants will be able to wager from 0 to 30 in each category up to the points they've accumulated. Are you guys ready to hear the categories? Mm Mm-hmm. Are they all Christmas? Well, we'll see. All right, category one is Christmas Literature. Category two, finding Christmas. Category three, working on Christmas. Category four, oh, Christmas tree. And category five, all I want for Christmas, dot, dot, dot. Not a lot of hints in these. No, usually I don't ever give any hints in these. But they're Christmas related. Yeah,
4: so that's quite enough, probably. Yeah uh neil really quick uh while we're getting the uh the wagers in here and uh, matt's writing everything down i just want to apologize for blocking up your sink with uh with some cloths and causing a flood
3: yeah. oh well uh i, I apologize to you <clears throat> um because uh i went into your living room and had tape all over my hands and pulled up all the fabric on your couches
0: that's right for the sticky bandits. All right, our wagers are in, so now I'll read the questions, uh, give them a chance to answer, and then we'll go through it. You guys ready? We are. All right, in Christmas literature, this Christmas treat is said to have been inspired by an old brother's grim tale. Question two. What ocean is Christmas Island in? Oh. That's a Jeff question. (laughs) I wish I would have known. Question three. While most people get Christmas off of work, those poor souls in the NBA regularly have to put in a full day's work. Which player has spent the most Christmases avoiding his family by saying, sorry, I have to work? Yes. I was waiting for this one. This one, you
4: know. Is there a joke in here that I'm
0: missing? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In O Christmas Tree. In 1853 or 1856, it's generally debated, It is said that this president was the first to have an indoor Christmas tree decorated. What was the year? 1853 or 56. And in All I Want for Christmas, in A Charlie Brown Christmas, Lucy says that instead of getting a lot of stupid toys this year for Christmas, she just wants what thing? How presidential of her. All right, it looks like everybody is in. Um, so on question one, we had Neil wagering 30, Ken with 30, and Jeff with 30. Uh, why don't we start with Jeff?
4: Um, <clears throat>
2: so I, I said that was the uh, gingerbread, or gingerbread houses.
4: Okay.
0: I too said gingerbread. Okay. I, I said gingerbread as well. The answer is gingerbread. Uh, obviously based on the story Hansel and Gretel. Nice. All right, in question two, we had Neil going hard with 30 again, Ken with 10, and Jeff with zero, which uh, is disappointing for Jeff, I imagine. Jerry, uh, Jeff, Jeff what did you say? So uh, Christmas
2: Island is in the Indian Ocean. Okay.
4: I figured the Pacific Ocean was pretty big, so I went with Pacific. Okay,
3: and Neil? Um, so I just know there's big crabs on there, and I'm afraid of spiders, and they look like huge spiders. Um, so I thought... Atlantic and uh, Pacific would be too easy. I don't know where the Indian Ocean is, but I put I said Indian Ocean.
0: Well, despite not knowing where it is, it is the Indian Ocean. Over uh, by India, I'm pretty sure. It's um, it's actually I, I in Australian... Australia.
2: Really? So the Indian Ocean, uh, if you if you're looking at a map, um, the western boundary would be like Madagascar and Eastern Africa, and to the north it would be um, what's called like a sub-central South Asia, which is like Indian India, all that stuff, and then over to the east would be Australia. So that's kind of the area.
0: Yeah. oh it's west of australia
2: west of australia oh
0: mm-hmm. okay i forgot you guys know so much about australia it is an australian
2: owned island for the record that even correct. though it's like way way closer to uh, indonesia
0: hmm. all right in the third question we had neil going with 30 again ken with 10 and jeff with zero uh, jeff since you bet had zero did you say uh, what was the question it was a- oh the basketball
2: Oops. one. i don't know <laughs> uh maybe i'll guess kobe
0: okay so
4: uh, you mentioned uh, the work ethic of this gentleman, and I assume that uh, mailmen work pretty hard on on Christmas sometimes. And uh, I went with Carl Malone. Okay,
3: if I if I'm correct, I think um, well Matt can correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, Christmas Day uh, when they play, I think their first names are on the jersey uh, in honor of Christmas. And uh, from all the Christmas parties that we have with my family every year, it was ne- it never failed that I would see a huge promo all day to see Kobe Bryant play. So I put Kobe Bryant.
0: It is Kobe Bryant, actually. He's in the league Whoops. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so there's you know there's one, one a season, so you have to figure it be a guy who played 17, 18 seasons. He actually played in 16 uh, Christmas Day games. Yeah. Um, only sometimes they put the first name on it. Only done, sometimes, okay. They've done a different kind of jersey every single year now so that they can sell more jerseys.
3: And I think with him, too, he played his most basketball games in general on Christmas Day like the repeating day it was the most mm.
0: they just played the most on you a know what they should day? do they
5: single
2: should day. do uh, they should do ugly sweaters for christmas that'd be funny just uh just use like the alternate steelers
0: green bay packers or seattle seahawks jerseys oh, that sounds like it'd be really hot to play basketball in a sweater <laughs> but entertaining for the audience <laughs> yeah, for everybody else uh question four uh neil went with 30 ken with 10 and jeff with 30 all right ken with the lowest wager so what did you say ken
4: uh, I went with uh, Pierce. The The time frame seemed correct.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, Neil? I had no idea. I just was fixated on uh, our joke from one of the past episodes about Van Buren, so I just put Van Buren.
2: Okay. Jeff? I'm Jeff? pretty sure his successor, James Buchanan, was one term, so I said Franklin Pierce.
0: And the answer is Franklin Pierce. Uh, good job, guys, on that one. Uh, I was going to say the 14th president, but I knew that would be way too easy I would have had that guys, immediately. <laughs> so, so I thought I'd just give you a time period. Uh, so for question five, uh, Neil with 30 again, uh, Ken Beddington, and Jeff Zero. Um, Jeff, what did you say?
2: You know, it's it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, um, so I, I honestly could not remember what she wanted, so I, I said a muted trumpet. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, Ken? I believe she wanted world peace. Okay. And Neil?
3: Uh, I was just watching this, and I, I didn't see this part, but when you said a presidential, the only thing I could think of in my head was that she didn't... Uh, wanna kill a turkey, like pardon a turkey. Uh,
0: no, she wanted one thing and that would be real estate.
5: <laughs>
0: Was it really? <laughs> yes. She doesn't want toys, she wants real estate. That's why it's presidential. That is why it's presidential. Well, it is. You're correct. Lucy, well, I mean, Lucy. Towers. I mean sounds great. I, I can act presidential, Matt, if I have to act presidential. Yeah. All right. So after the final round, we have Jeff coming in third with one fifty. Ken, right after him with 160. And the cream of the crop today is Neil with 200 points.
5: I am the cream.
0: God bless us, everyone.
4: Yeah, Neil is still on a tear from uh, from his previous solo outing
3: yeah um i i think it's just because i i know christmas i love christmas so uh, a lot of it was pop culture
0: too so um i have a bet it's being born on new year's day it's kind of always been around it's something probably important to you i would imagine
3: yeah it's very close to my birthday so and everything's kind of celebrated uh in tandem with uh, christmas so
0: remind me to screw you out of one of your two
2: gifts this year
3: All right. And uh, really quick before we wrap up,
4: uh, though this was a Christmas episode, being what uh, us here at Triviality are most familiar with in our background, uh, we want to wish everybody a happy uh, winter season, uh, no matter what you celebrate and uh, or choose not to celebrate. And uh, without further ado, to close up the show, we will send it to Neil.
3: Yes. So uh, obviously you guys know where to find us uh, on Facebook, Twitter at TrivialityPod and our website, TrivialityPodcast.com. Uh, Our email, uh, which you know, is trivialitypodcast at gmail.com, and we'd like you to use that email or the email client on our website uh, for something a little fun. Since it is the end of the year, we're going to be going into 2018, um, you know, still uh, as a new podcast, but almost a year into this. And, uh, you know, we thank you guys for all of your support and your listenership. And one thing that we thought might be kind of fun as we move into uh, different types of merchandise, whether that be stickers, buttons, uh, whatever we can figure out, um, we don't really talk about things that we say in the show because we, we never really re-listen. We edit them. We, we release them to you guys. We, we get your responses on how you did per episode. Uh, but we don't remember a lot of things. Jeff has a good memory about these kind of things, but um, we don't remember some of the things we said. So if there are any favorite quotes, um, aspects about any of the hosts, including myself, Ken, Matt, or Jeff, that you guys think are funny or, or uh, reoccurring jokes, things like that that you just remember. Um, an example was one of our Patreon supporters jesse james said that he loved uh, mitochondriana um as a name it was one of the questions that we did on an episode so anything like that that you remember please email us message us on facebook anything like that and then maybe we can you know pick the the five best and figure out a way to make you know whatever it is a t-shirt notebook uh button or something that uh, sort of a rallying cry or inside joke that only you guys will get but you can spread the word to your friends so uh make sure to send all that in any inside jokes uh if, if there are a lot of emails about me not knowing anything about elements, that's fine. But <laughs> something like that. So the
2: mitochondriana joke um, that Neil just mentioned was actually in one of our Patreon exclusive episodes. We tend to get a little bit goofier over there. So if that's something that you'd like to get access to, um, you can
0: do that. At, um, so just a $5 a month uh, at patreon.com slash Podcast. <laughs> And, you know, going into the new year, we're actually going to be at Geek Bowl. So if anyone is going to be there, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We could do a meetup. We can, you know, share stories, all the other good stuff. All right. And other than that, the best way you can support us is by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, Until next game, on behalf of Jeff, Ken, and Neil, uh, my name is Matt, and that was Triviality. Happy holidays, everyone.
5: you filthy animal and a happy new year